I will love it if we beat them. Love it. There's a slice of cheese, Minigo Giazopoulos. I have a dream. Arnie Cut. Bartler. Eh, the fella in the green and white short. The guys up in the joy have asked to be put back in their cells. <laughs> <laughs> if you stop waffling, we might get some work done. He has the goo blood. He has the goo blood. Get out! Get out, man, you ain't got... Let me add a little bit of spice to that. Is that your fucking spice? My grandmother had wheels, she would have been a bike. I think I'm a special one. I'm the normal one. I never knew Stoke were that good. And welcome to the OnlyFans Football Podcast, Episode 9. The King, Olivier Giroud, in ode this week to the Frenchman, Kieran. This is a Serie A special, excuse me, I don't think that was audible. No Premier League this week, Kieran, so we've decided to hop on the boat, hop on the ferry to uh, Italy and do uh, a little Italian job. And, uh, it's quite <laughs> a long uh, ferry trip, may I add. Uh, how long would you say it is? I'd say yeah, you have to go around Africa. And you wouldn't sort of, have to go around that. You, you have to swerve through, Where are you going that far through, through the Mediterranean. It's not true. Around the Cyprus area. You would not have to go that far. Because you not just go between the English Channel and the French and all that, no? No, I think it's the Suez Canal you have to go on. Oh, you're joking. Yeah. Fuck's sake. And anyways, yeah, the Serie A special. Yeah. Um, we're going to be covering the Serie A in depth this week, Carol. We've done our homework. We've watched, I'm going to say, well, I watched, like, in total... And I'm talking minutes overall. I've watched about two full games this weekend. I've watched about ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we will discuss Kieran our outing with the AC Milan Dublin fan club on Saturday. I say outing, it wasn't really an outing. We were there and they were there. And we tagged them on Instagram. They didn't get back to us, but we're gonna, we might join the fan club, actually, will we? For the crash. Sh- I think we should. We might make an appearance on Sunday in the Woolshed. AC Milan-Napoli is the big game. We're going to preview that as well in our video segment. But yeah, the Serie A special. I don't know what much more to say. No Premier League, so... How was your week, Adam? I was just about, you took the words, Kieran, out of my mouth. Yeah, not a bad week. Really hung over for most of them, not going to lie. I feel like I'm still hung over from EP now, as we sit here um, Monday the 12th of September, half two, it is right now. Um, Jesus, it's been a long week, hasn't it? I don't know how to describe it, other than being long and... and Indescribably long. Yeah. Long. Long. Tourism. Yeah, and t- to be honest with you, Adam, it's got a bit gloomy, and I hope everyone's feeling okay, because I think there was, what was it, men- Men's Mental Health Week, oh, that was this week. Yeah, it's, I um, think it's yeah. Suicide Prevention Month this month, isn't it? So, right. Um, as we said before, doing this, we just want to provide um, a little outlook for anybody listening. We hope this brightens up your day in some way. I, I'm sure listening to us talk about the Suez Canal. <laughs> I ho- Hopefully that helps um, anyone listening. Um, but yeah, it is a bit gloomy, Kieran. The weather's a bit mad. Yeah, I hope. I hope. Um, as Adam said, I hope this provides some light relief because it is getting dark. Days are getting darker, so it's getting shorter as well. Yeah, yeah. and that, it's always shouting that happens. But keep the head up, keep the heart strong, all that stuff. I just yeah. followed the song there. Adam. <laughs> um, keep your head up, <laughs> keep your heart strong. Well, that song, <laughs> that song. Yeah. Um, but um. So a very eventful weekend for myself anyway because you brought me along to my first League oh, of yeah. Ireland game your first outing in uh, Talga Park 
Um, Garrett Brooks, for anybody living under a rock, <laughs> is playing in Crow Park five nights. Don't know how. Five nights at Freddy's. I'd say Bertie Hearn's still getting some money off that. You know that some way, shape, form. Fagans is doing well in Conjuring. Anyways, good spot. Anyways, but um, I'm up to saying in anyways twice in a row there. You know, anyways, times. Um, I have to cut that out. <laughs> yeah, so Garrett Brooks is playing, and yourself, Dave. I think it was Newman and Aina were playing golf on Friday, wasn't it? Deer Park, yeah. Out in Deer Park. A slog. A slog, indeed. The weather held up actually there for you, to be fair. Yeah, so you, you arrived at the house at half five. I didn't know you were going to be there. I strolled out of the shower and was like, oh, hey, Kieran. What the fuck are you doing in my house? Um, you couldn't get home, Kieran, unfortunately. No, so, I didn't. So we, we roped you in. I had a spare ticket for Talking, obviously. <clears throat> my dad's season ticket. So we roped you into coming to your first game. First League of Ireland game ever, which I, I find a bit surprising. But um, Shells lost 2 0 in the end. Really, I heard a masses were on downfall at times. Uh, I thought we played well in the first half, great a lot of chances. Um, gave away two sloppy goals, but look at that's the nature of football, and that's how it's been for Shells this season at times. Yeah, how, how did you enjoy your, enjoy your first outing? I actually really enjoyed it, <clears throat> and I liked the sort of social aspect of it the most. Because, like, I wouldn't be a big fan of League of Ireland. I think the thing I enjoyed the most was like talking to people, just talking shy in general, like what we do on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I enjoyed Jerry's company and Dave's company and everyone else there. Was it Turf? Turf? Shay. Shay. Shay yeah. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> it was yeah. great crack. Great crack. Um, yeah. And that's what that's what I've I've said to you for years. That's why I really like is yeah. is the social aspect of it. Like I, I find that times the football secondary like you're standing there talking about whatever and there's football going in the background oh there's a goal obviously there's times when that's not true when the games are a bit more intense than Friday's own but yeah it was, it was good to have you there Carol. ah yeah I enjoyed it and of course we've seen more of each other on Saturday and Sunday maybe too much at oh. this point and we're did here we Monday. see each other on Saturday yeah we were uh, we were out for a few gargles oh jeez yeah <laughs> fucking hell yeah we went out we had a bit of a, a pub crawl Carol, I want to say on uh, Saturday yeah. that started off in Fibsbury in the back page, the less said about that, the better. Um, we moved ourselves then onto the woolshed for Sampdoria and AC Milan. We'll, we'll, I suppose we'll talk more in depth about this when we get to the game itself. Yeah, it was a good crack in the woolshed. Yeah. I'm going to say that really quickly. Um, and we do want to go again. So we probably will find ourselves in the woolshed watching AC Milan again at some stage. And then we found ourselves, Kieran, in Mimas. The return. I haven't been there in ages. Um, our sticker still holding up strong on the Jacks and Mimas, which is somehow surprising. Um, thanks to Lee and all the crew for keeping it there. I suppose is what I want to say. But um, yeah, and then you 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 left the group unfortunately, um, because you were playing golf on Sunday, and you were fuming, weren't you? Because it got rained out. <laughs> Subsequently, rained off. Yeah, I, I arrived Sunday morning and uh, I I played about six holes, and they called us in. And then I went in and wound the pro up. I said he should be out there squeezing the greens. He's not paid to be standing around and all this. And he was fuming. And rightly so. Shout out Owen if you're listening. He's probably not. <laughs> uh, probably not. I like, what I, said. I like the probability part yeah. of that sentence. Found myself then with Ian and Lee. <laughs> Going over to a hardcore streaker on. The Camden. We went to try and get into um, Coppers. And I say that regretfully. I, I don't know why I'm saying this on air, but um, didn't get in thankfully. And then tried our hands at um, I think it was like every year twenty two or something, and that was a ticket event. So I was like, Grant, I might be able to go home here. 
But we ended up in Camden, myself, Ian, Lee, and um, Kira, and it was good crack. Camden's a little spot. I want to go. It's eh? really good. Yeah. It's really. It was. Go- I was wearing a cowboy hat the whole time as well. Yeehaw! I just kept saying, "My lady," to everybody, <laughs> and um, yeah, it went down well. I, I wore the cowboy hat well. Shout out to Ian for uh, who said I wore the cowboy hat well. Uh, Kira, what do you think? I think you did wear the cowboy hat well. Yeehaw, baby! But um, that was the week. That was we ended the weekend with Jordan Peterson. Which no, which I mean, <laughs> it's gotten a lot of backlash on Twitter. I don't know if you've seen people. Uh, has it? Yeah, <laughs> people on Twitter say that I have no idea how Jordan Pearson sent out Trey Reen and all. And I was kind of like, let people live. If mm. people want to consume things, just let them consume things. Who cares? They're causing no harm. Yeah. Which I don't know if supporting Jordan Pearson causes harm. To an extent, I, I don't think know. it does. But um, I think it, it's it's blown out of proportion. But yeah, freedom to expression and all that jazz. But yeah, that, that was the week. It, that was the week that was Kieran, in the lives of ourselves. We are still hungover. Um, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll move on now, Kieran, to our acclaimed jersey of the week. And as it is a Serie A special, we've whipped out another Serie A classic. Kieran, we have the Atalanta home jersey. Of the 2019-2020 Champions League season. I think they only wore this jersey in the Champions League. Mm. I think it was one of their four series playing Champions League. As you can see, has the badges. I got this off Classic Football Shorts on, uh, online. Shout out to them. One of the best websites for vintage jerseys and the like. Um, really nice jersey. Black and blue. Um, colorway made by Jalma. The Atlanta Crest. Uh, Radici Group on the sponsor. I have no idea who they are. Hopefully they're not corrupt in any way mm. because I'm after giving them a shout out so shout out to them <laughs> or not a shout out I don't know but the reason Kieran why I got this jersey I'll let you in on a little secret um, the Covid payment oh paid god um, the amount of jerseys they have at home as a result of the Covid payment is, is ridiculous I should have saved it all up to be honest but um, I didn't Liverpool had Atalanta in the Champions League group of 2021 so the season after this jersey and I remember watching them in Bergamo and it was uh, Diogo Jota's first Champions League game and he just banged in a hat-trick. We won 5-0 away at, at Atalanta. But I kept a keen eye on Atalanta ever since then because I love the stadium. And they play like NBA-style football. And it's it's really bonkers. Like Anyone who's listened to the podcast will know I have a bit of an affinity for Atalanta. Um, and I just kind of love them. I don't know why. I like the colour of the jersey. I kind of want to go out to Bergamo to watch a game. Yeah. And um, that's kind of it, really. But yeah, that's that's the jersey of the week this week, Kieran. Yeah. Shout out Charles Gambino as well. For? Atlanta. The, the acclaimed comedy show. Anyway. <laughs> Cotton's going to love that. Cotton McLaughlin will love that show. <laughs> He's a big Charles Gambino fan, I think, isn't he? I think so. We'll talk about the Champions League really briefly because we we done a Champions League preview last week. There's no better place to start. Really, I say better place. I mean, there's no other place to start, excuse me, than the first game of the campaign which went down in Zagreb um, and saw Thomas Tuchel subsequently lose his job. Dynamo Zagreb won, Chelsea nil, Kiron. <laughs> I was in work for this, so I completely missed this. I missed. I actually got the second half of the Celtic game, thanks, thanks to Brian Cox closing the bars. Um, but yeah, Zagreb won, Chelsea nil. Orsic with the goal, he loves scoring against English clubs. I think he got a hat-trick against Forrest there, like not last season, season before. I was looking at the Chelsea side of Kiron and it was, to me... Maybe apart from Aspilicueta, you'd, you'd probably have Thiago Silva in ahead of him. It looks like maybe Chelsea's strongest lineup to a degree. You know, missing yeah. missing one or two. 
what I suppose what was your immediate reaction to losing one 0 to Zagreb? I called it by the way. If if you want to listen back to last week's podcast, I think I literally said one 0 to Zagreb. Did I say two 0 Um I don't know, to be honest. I I don't think it was it it wasn't a performance that warranted a second. I don't know. The the, the owner clearly had this premeditated second in mind, I think, and this was an excuse to get rid of Tuchel, but um, I think Zagreb played very well but we should have never let them counter in that fashion and they defended brilliantly for the rest of the game um, but we were very very much weren't good enough in the game mm-hmm. um, I, to be honest with you I can't, can't even remember that far back it's, how far back is that now a week this uh, yeah, <clears throat> tomorrow last week yeah my memory only goes so far I was really surprised Fafana being outpaced as quick as he was. Like I think that's one of Fafana's strengths is how quick he is, but it just shows how quick Orsic is. I don't think he slid. He, he obviously didn't want to get take the risk to be sent off, but I think he should have just maybe put challenge in. At one point, yeah. he got he caught up to him a bit and should have just maybe stuck a leg out. But yeah, just that was the goal, and then obviously you had Tuchel sacked the next day, which felt, is bigger news. I felt like that Chelsea didn't create a whole lot. Like we're looking at the XG here on my phone right now. I know it says fifteen shots, but XG is point nine three to Zagreb's point six two. So essentially if you if you had to go off XG the game should have finished one all. So you're talking about a game where Chelsea probably didn't create enough to, to really win it. It was sloppy passing mm. is what it was. In the final third, it's been the problem for the last season and a half mm. under two shot. The final third always falls. We've seen it again. I think, it, I think it's a mad decision, man. Letting Tuchel go. Letting Tuchel go, excuse me, or sacking him, whatever. Yeah, way I agree with um, Brings in Aubameyang, Bowley, <laughs> to play with Tuchel. And then sacks him. And then there's a story coming out today about Gilmore, where Tuchel, <laughs> a friend of Steel, said to Gilmore, you know, go to Brighton, work with Potter, he will make you a better player. He'll give you the opportunity. And I think Bowley said to, to Gilmore, it was like, uh, hold on <laughs> hold on just give it a few days and then he sacks Tuchel I think that's alluding to the fact that Bowley wanted um, Potter from the beginning which is a bit of a mad one I think to be honest with you I, I like I like um, Graham, what's his name is Darren, Graham Potter is it Harry Harry no I was about to say I like Graham Potter but he's not Harry Potter he's not a magician I think it's got to be a tough job for him um, you know I think it'll be 60 million there. contract Adam mm. so that's what 12 million a season that's a lot to live up to. Mad. And um, and Tuchel, bear in mind, was only on seven million a season, so he's got a five million season increase on yeah. Tuchel. And to me, that's that's insulting to Tuchel, because he won the Champions League and did mm. not get well, that. Well, the thing money. is now, if a manager, if a top, if a manager at a top club gets sacked now, Tuchel will be in line. Like they're like, if you like Pochettino, the clubs will want him. Like he still is a top manager. Like. Um, I still think it's a bit mad to get rid of him elsewhere that night Celtic lost 3-0 to Real Madrid atmosphere was electric in uh, in Glasgow um, Dortmund won 3-0 Man City won 4-0 PSG won 2-1 against Juventus which we have a, a, a bit of an elongated story about Juventus later from last night's game um, Shakhtar won 4-1 away in Leipzig as well which is a bit of a surprise there AC Milan drew one out Salzburg we move on to Wednesday's games and we kicked off the Wednesday campaign with a 4 0 win for Ajax over Rangers. I don't know if you've seen that. I didn't watch it. They completely wiped the floor with Rangers. It was a sight to behold. Um, we will get on to the Liverpool game now. I'll just run through the other games. I like to go 1 2 1. Club Rouge won 1 0. Barcelona 
1-5-1 at home to Victoria Pilsen. Inter lost 2-0 at home to Bayern. Frankfurt lost 3-0 at home to Sport Lisbon. While Spurs won 2-0 at home to Marseille. By the way, Leon, I think his name is Marcus Edwards, plays for Sport Lisbon. English forward. Very good. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a move to the Premier League soon. But Kieran, the big talking point Wednesday evening was Napoli 4, Liverpool 1. I said last week on the show that Liverpool would lose, but I didn't think it would be about four goals to one. What a performance from Napoli. I don't think you can take anything away from them. Very sloppy from Liverpool throughout the whole game. And Again, like I said about the game against Man United, the midfield was so sloppy, and that's usually Liverpool's strength. They were leaving gaping holes to get through to the get through in front of the defence and then get subsequently get behind. Um, the high press for Liverpool doesn't work when the midfield doesn't work. It's as simple as that and the midfield just didn't work that night. Um, big shout out for me to Zamba, Zambo and Guisa. <laughs> Andre Frank Zambo and Guisa, what a name that is. Um, what a performance. Yeah. Well, I, I was looking at it and I was like, this fella is unbelievable. Like it, Some of his movement and like his tracking, his pressing, his passing. He was, he played for Fulham. He played for Marseille as well. Shout out to Jerry Armstrong. He kept bringing that up for whatever reason, um, and he was so good. Like I remember he got the move to Fulham, and people were like bigging him up. And obviously he failed to kind of impress at Fulham, you know, for whatever reason. Lost in med- mediocrity, I think. Potentially, um, but what a result for Napoli. I, I, I expected us to lose I did expect us to lose but not by four goals to one um, we were in absolute shambles um, um, quick show for Thiago who came back from injury for Liverpool made more successful challenges in the 28 minutes he was on the pitch than the whole midfield that preceded him made which I think says a lot about him as a performer uh, for Liverpool and quite how crucially he will be to um, Liverpool going forward this season um, as they look to try and get things back on track, I suppose. Um, and that leaves me on, Kieran, and that's what you call a good segue. Thanks, Kieran. Um, to the Serie A this weekend, it was Napoli who got us underway at half 11 in the morning, Kieran. It was Napoli 1, Spezia 0. A bit of a tough game for Napoli. Did, did you see the highlights for this? I did, yeah. Um, Raspadori gets the goal in the 89th minute, right towards the end. Um, a ball in from Herving Lozano Politano goes to strike it completely misses it and Raspadori is there to finish um, yeah good result for Napoli but there was parts of the game where Spezia nearly went up Like I think there was a mix up between Mere and Gal and Mario Rui at one stage and Spezia nearly put it away and it, like you would have been looking at it going Jesus Christ that, what a result that would have been for Spezia um, yeah what did you think of that game yeah I think your man I'm not going to try and pronounce his name, but you have stats on him there. He looks, Cavaradonna. <laughs> he looks That's what they call him. Yeah. Um, uh, do you want me to give it a go? Yeah, go for it. Cavici Cavarskelia. You have to do the accent and everything. Cavici Cavarskelia. <laughs> um, the Georgian winger, Kieran. And he was unreal against Liverpool as well. He was really good against Liverpool. Um, yeah, Spalletti he got he got a yellow card before Napoli scored, and then I think he got sent off for over celebrating or something like that. He's an absolute head case. <laughs> um, yeah, Cavard Skelly, by the way, is first player the first player in Napoli's history scored three goals in the two opening league games, and um, he scored four goals in six matches so far this season. He's a very good player, man. Um, ten million, ten million euros. 
It's mad. It's cr- like you look at the money in the Premier League and you're looking at a player like that. And that's all about giving a player a chance. You know what I mean? And the kind of recruitment by Napoli in general, like they've lost um, Mertens and Insigne, I think both to the MLS, I'm pretty sure. Um, mm. And you're looking at a player like Kavark Skellia and then obviously the likes of Lozano, Raspadori who gets the goal here in this game. Like their their recruitment second to no Napoli at the minute are top. Fourteen points, six games played, four wins, two draws. Um, I think Napoli will, will be probably favourites for the league as well at this point mm. after their start. We move on to Inter and Torino. Inter won. Kiran again. Brozovic with an eighty ninth minute winner. Like it's a bit mad, isn't it? Like the top teams are, and I, I suppose in a way it adds to the drama of it all. But um. Brozovic got the goal Kieran, in the 89th minute. It was a Barella little... Did you see this goal, obviously? I did, yeah. Barella chipped it over the defence. And it was a lovely... It was such a good ball. <laughs> like, you're looking at the likes of Liverpool, who need a midfielder. And we were linked with Barella during the summer as well. I'm pulling my hair out, man, as to why we didn't get him. Lovely ball over the top. Brozovic was just there. He broke in from midfield. Something that was very interesting about this game, Kieran, as well, was Handanovic in the goal of Inter. Man of the match. Seven saves in the game. Yeah, it was a good performance from him, but something interesting there is that Onana, obviously came from Ajax in the summer. He's been playing Champions League, so they have a bit of a rotation going on there. Wow. So, Handanovic is obviously getting older, so they're like, mm. bring him in. Yeah, and he's playing in the league, and mm. Onana is playing in the Champions League. Um, something really good in this game as well was Flasic and Sanabria caused all sorts of problems for Inter. I think they really put... Um, they hit the defence, you know, under pressure at times. And as I said, Handanovic gets the man of the match in the end. But um, the same result as last season, anyways, for Inter. And a 1-0 win over Torino. Um, anything to add? Um, yeah, I just I was reading some of the reactions to this game. And the fans weren't very happy. The Inter fans weren't very happy with the performance. Not surprised. And they said that if it continues, they wouldn't be surprised to see them outside the Champions League places this season. And they have a very good squad, though. I don't yeah. know if you've looked at the squad, like... I know I'm saying I don't really rate Latero too much, but like if you look throughout their squad, Bastoni, Correa, you know what I mean, Mkhitaryan still there, Gosens, D'Ambrosio is another good defender. Like they have got good players there, Gagliardini as well, Lukaku who didn't play, but like Lukaku, Lukaku, they're fifth at the minute, anyways. Um, twelve points, four wins and two losses so far for them. So not. I mean, I don't think that's an awful start, to be honest with you. They're still keeping pace with Napoli, two points off them. I think their problem at the minute is the likes of Udinese, Milan and Atalanta are doing really well. Um, we move on, Kiron, to the Woolshed. Sampdoria 1, AC Milan 2. Again, what, what a mad game of football. Yeah, and obviously we had only arrived the second half, so we didn't catch the first half. Mm. But uh, Junior... Macias gets the first goal. Mm. I think it was a beautifully worked move. It was. With the likes of Giroud and Leo. And the Kletter as well, isn't it? Yeah. Is that his name? And it comes out to Messias. I'm sorry, I can't pronounce that name, but he just buries it. Um, beautiful goal. Mm. And that makes it 1-0 to Milan. And then you move on to the Jurisic equaliser, Adam. It was a great goal. Header, wabam. Yeah, we must add real quick though, Leo got sent off just before that. Yeah. Um, and Sam Pettori were piling on the pressure um, the ball finds its way to a, a jello on the left hand side he crosses it near post and Juricic as he said lovely header passed um, Moynan in goal who 
was getting nowhere near. AC also had a goal ruled out with VAR, didn't he? It was it was Charles de Catalera with with it. Um, and I don't know why it was ruled out for VAR. I was offside, excuse me. Um, did you see the red card for Leo? I did, yeah. So he get, the second yellow came from across from the right hand side from the Milan right back. Oh, the overhead, yeah. Yeah, Calabria whips it in, and this is my problem at times, like. The ball's there to be won. Yeah, now he kicks the head off him, so it is a yellow card. But you're like, if he if he connects with the ball and it goes in, but he also kicks a man in the head, does the ref send him off? I don't think so. I, I don't think so. Yeah, but you, he didn't. I know, but that, that's not the point. <laughs> it, had, it had shades of Rob Van Dam to it. You know, what was his finisher? Yeah, what was his finisher move? Well, he, he, his finisher move was actually the five-star frog splash crown. Oh yeah, the fox flash. But he used to. They they call that the Pele kick in the (laughs) WWE for what it's worth. Um, (laughs) Milan bring on Fikayo Tamori then for Mazzias, who got the first goal from Milan. (laughs) Sam Thor's answer to that to that substitution was bringing on Manolo Gabbiadini, who hasn't slept in about twelve years. He looks so tired. (laughs) The bags on his eyes. Relatable. Very relatable. (laughs) Olivier Giroud then. Kieran King Giroud. Scores the penalty. I don't think it was a penalty. I'm gonna be it honest. Was, no, it was. Did you see it back? I did. Because when we watched it in the wool shed, it was very hard to tell. But having looked back at it this morning, it was 100 a penalty. But I think it. I think Drew nods it onto his shoulder. He, he your man, my man punches it like. Did you what? Honestly, I, I I didn't I'm see the other angle of it. But yeah, it yeah. Very he, he, he did. He kind of so Drew. The ball comes in from the corner now. He's from the right hand side, and Drew heads it towards the goal. And as he's heading it, it looks like it hits his shoulder and goes out for a goal kick. But your man actually has his hand above Giroud's shoulder. Okay. And he, it's as if he like Superman punches the ball out. <laughs> so they gave the penalty in anyways and they scored it naturally enough to make it 2-1. It was a great penalty by Giroud, wasn't it? What, what was it like in the wool shed when that went in, Kieran? I'm going to play the clip. That's what it was like in the wool shed, man. <laughs> when the goal went in. It was great crack, wasn't it? Yeah, I thought, I, I really enjoyed the experience. I'd go back again as well. Yeah. I think the atmosphere was... I genuinely want to go for the game. Yeah. Against Napoli on Sunday. Like, I would love to go. Gogliarella gets booked at one point for... I think he concedes a free kick. He, he pulled him on short or something. <laughs> he just picks up the ball and he moves it away. Looks at the referee, tells him to fuck off and then walks away. The ref gives me yellow, which is, I suppose, is fair enough. But it was like this is this is football heritage. Like, oh, I love the unnecessary aggression in Syria. Oh, it's so funny! <laughs> it's so unnecessary as well. Um, Marco Giampaolo got sent off for Sampdoria. The manager Sampdoria. This is why it's great. Like the ninety seventh minute, the referee decides to send them off. Um, but it, was, it was really funny, and it was for some. It was for something stupid as well. It was for like he was given out because um, I think it was Sandro Tonali gets the ball up high up the pitch. Takes it around the Sampdoria defender and obviously gives the gives the free gives the free kick to Milan and and Gianpaolo was having no none of it like <laughs> oh so funny but yeah Milan now find themselves fourteen points six games played four wins two draws um level on points with Napoli which is good for them Kieran the Sunday game I don't know what that is in the da, 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 da. would there be there be what's an Italian instrument violin the violin or the cello like, like It'd be more elegant than, <laughs> than our country ways of the Sunday game. But we start off with Sfasulo 1, Udinese 3, the Irish Italian side is what I'm going to call them. Obviously, two Irish players playing for them. 
excuse me, Fratesi gets the goal in the 33rd minute for Sassuolo. Good play down the right side, and he beats the keeper near post to make it 1-0. Man, they could have been up two or three goals before Udinese got back into it. Um, there was a sending off for Ruan, who took down former Watford man Isaac's success for literally no reason at all. <laughs> he was strong. Yeah, he's strong goal of fairness, but like, I think the keeper might have had it covered. I don't know. It was just unnecessary it red cards. Very unnecessary. Um, <laughs> There's an even more unnecessary one as well. True. And, yeah, Udinese naturally not get back into it. Like, you look at Udinese's side real quick. They have a really good side. You know, likes of success. Dale Feu, Perea as well as uh, the right wing back. You know, they have a good side. They're, they find themselves fourth at the minute. But it was that Dale Feu and Perea link up on the right-hand side that got the goal back for Udinese to make it 1-1. Better with it at the back post. Excuse me, Samaritic got the goal the winner in the 90s. Samarozic. 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 I literally said that completely correct there. Samarozic. Samarozic. You're saying it wrong. <laughs> I think there's a lot of ways to say it wrong. Yeah, and you were saying it wrong. We're all saying it wrong. Samarozic got the goal in the 94th minute for Udinese to make it 2-1. Um, it was a lovely goal, wasn't it, as well. He cuts in on his right foot. Yeah, good lovely. dribbling past few players. And uh, sticks it in the bottom corner. And it was a counter-attack goal in the 90 tournament to get Beto's second. He's been good this season for Udinese. You Beto believe it. And um, yeah, it was a good, good comeback for them. Um, quick Irish look there. James Abanqua and Fessy Ebisele both on the bench. For Udinese, it'd be great to see them hopefully get a few games at some stage for Udinese. I know Fessy got a few minutes against um, AC Milan a couple of weeks ago. But we'll move on, Kieran. To the big game, well, what turned out to be the big game. What a game. Of the weekend, what a game indeed. Move on, Kieran, now to the final game. Well, the penultimate game of the weekend, Roma and Empoli is on tonight. Juventus 2, Salernitana 2. Um, Juventus come from 2 down, Kieran, to almost win the game. They should have won They should have won the game. They were fucked over big time with the referee. Um, Antonio Candreva, Kieran, gets the early goal. I can't believe he's still playing. Feels like feels like he was like twenty six in Euro twenty twelve. That's ten years ago, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Still knocking about He did well to get to the back post of that cross though. Mm, it was a good play by Pasquale. Great name. I love the name Pasquale. Pasquale. Pasquale Mazzocchi um takes past the Juventus defenders and slots it into the back post. Um to find uh Candre. It was a lovely pick out by him. And they went two one up here on Piatek with the goal on the forty fifth plus five minute penal. Penal. Not a penalty. No, he didn't have his arm. It was in a natural position. And he was like, he's trying to move out of the way. And I like, actually thought, I thought it was very similar to the Milner penalty the other day. Mm. I thought his hand was there, and um, know with it with the handball. Do you know what? You could very well be right in the sense that the referee was trying to get a few quid off Juventus. So maybe, <laughs> maybe he did try and stiff them. And um, Piatek sends Perrin the wrong way. It was a lovely penalty. It was Bremer who got the equaliser. The, the Brazilian centre half. I don't know how he found himself in the box. This what a time. header! What a header! Fifty first minute. It was a lovely cross from Kostic, who um, who I I think that's a good investment from Juventus. I think Kostic is a good player. Um, lovely ball over by him. Bremer was there with the header to make it one one at the time. They get a penalty, Kieran, in the ninety third minute. Um, who else steps up? But Leonardo Benucci <laughs> misses it, and then he puts in the rebound to make it two all. I actually thought that rebound was really. Really well taken. Yeah, it was. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was sort of a good reaction for a centre back. 
because yeah. you, you wouldn't expect them to react that quick it was and it was good good finish in the end from him but Kiran this is where it gets really tasty <laughs> it gets really tasty here man it was um, so the referee added on four minutes about the time so this it gets suspect in anyways here last attack from Juventus um, from a corner ball in Arkadisk Malik Kiran Polish striker former Napoli player with a wonderful header like I mean what header what a header glancing glancing header beats the keeper and all ends up Benucci was adjudged to be in an offside position which he wasn't as we seen from a reverse angle of a Salernitana player standing beside the corner flag I'm not I'm not even entirely sure he interferes with play either I, I'm very baffled as to why this was given as offside he would interfere with play in the sense that he's right in front of the goalkeeper but the goalie's getting nowhere near like it's wow. the, the header's that good like he's getting nowhere near we're looking at a picture here Kieran of the line um, now this is the line that the television showed BT showed and you can only see it from the angle from say looking from the corner side Yeah. and it does look like he's offside you're blindsided his there. foot's offside exactly yeah. Malik gets the header and it goes in we're looking at the second screenshot <laughs> and he's completely played onside by the yeah. Salernitana player so finessed I mean, I have no idea how they got away with that. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I would. I. I think they had every right to react the way they did. Oh yeah, to, to get finessed by that. Absolutely, because like, they they were awful for the whole game. Juventus, apparently, according to the commentators, did not play with not confidence. They were brutal, but they probably in the end deserved to win the game. So, and it was I don't, I don't know. Malik obviously gets the winner, or what we thought was the winner. Jumps into the crowd, gets sent, gets a second yellow, gets sent off. I feel for the referee in the sense that he makes the decision in a frenzy. Like he, li- I think he literally sees and goes, "Fuck, I have to give that." Yeah. Goes back, gives the offside, forgets that he sent Malik off. So then the the Juventus players go fucking mental. <laughs> the Juventus players go mad. Um, There's literally a riot on the pitch. There is Federico Fazio <laughs> who used to play for Sports. Case. He, he was well, a head case for Sports as well. I remember he got sent off before a few times for Sports. Um, Massimiliano Allegri gets sent off. Juan Cadrado gets sent off. Like it was an absolute. Like this was. Do you remember, remember when Tuchel and Conte had a bit of a scrap the other weekend? We fucking loved it. Yeah. This is after happening in four to five games we're after covering this weekend. This league, this league would take years off your life. You know what I mean? Um. But yeah, great weekend of action in this area. Uh, we'll run through the other games real quick here, will we? Um. Yeah. Atalanta won. Cremonese won the newly promoted Cremonese Bologna 2 Fiorentina 1 Lecce and Monza had a clash up to promote sides Kieran ended 1-0 and then Lazio won 2-0 over Hellas Verona Empoli and Roma is on tonight Bologna 2-1 Fiorentina mm. big result Napoli top Atalanta 2nd big up the lads AC Milan 3rd Udinese 4th Inter Milan 5th Lazio 6th Roma 7th Juventus 8th the total Red cards. They finished up with ten red cards total nice. the whole weekend. Nice. So there you go. Mm. Absolute brawl. Will we go with a god of the week, Kieran? Yeah, we will. Um, I'm gonna go for Beto for his two goals. I'm gonna give my god of the week to Handanovic. I thought he was great in that game. Kept it from from being a draw or even a three now win. They had so many chances, but Handanovic was good. Your god of the week, Kieran. The hands of God. The hand Danovich has got your goal of the week, Kieran. Um, I'm actually going to give it for it was Lecce Monza game. I'm going to give it to Stefan Asensi for the free kick. Okay, good show. Yeah, great free kick. 
Um, I'm going to give my goal of the week to... Do you know what? I really like Samaritan's goal for Udinese to make it 2-1. And like the scenes after as well, it felt like that Udinese were knocking on that door for so long. Couldn't get through. Got through eventually to make it 2-1. So yeah, I'll give my goal of the week to that. This fella Ronaldo is a cod. Our Malusa della Settimana this week is... Matteo Marsalano. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, that is referee from the Juventus um, Salatanita game. Um, what, the decision was just bad. Like His head was gone, I think. I feel, I feel sorry for him in a way. He saw, he saw red. Red cards. That's all he saw, yeah. and he didn't see the goal from Malik, and he didn't see the player who was keeping him on side. But he saw red cards. <laughs> but yeah, our first ever Merluzo um, della Satamana <laughs> is the referee from the Juventus game, girl. Yeah, and there is nice fresh con Italy I heard. We did put up um, a little question box about the Serie A. Obviously, people were interested to know what we were talking about this week on the podcast with no Premier League. Um, so, we'll just run through them real quick. Um, shout out to Adam Cullen who says, chat with Divock for the full episode, please. I would love to have Divock Rigi on the podcast. Uh, uh, you can do it yourself. Why? No, I mean, you can chat about Divock to yourself for an hour. Why? Because I'm not going to indulge. That's not fair, Kieran. No, I, it is fair. It's not fair. It is fair. This is not a, this is not a dictatorship. It, well, it, you, you it, could, it is if you're going to talk about Divock Rigi you, you for could, now. You cut out the chat last week because because you were wrong. But <laughs> there never. was a drill. There was a drill, to be fair. Keane Movie just says Napoli. Yeah, true, Keane. You're not, you're not. <laughs> you're, you're right there in a sense. Um, Ian says, favourite Italian player ever. I liked Francesco Totti. Yeah, you took towards every minute. Mm. I like Andrea Pirlo as well. Del Piero. He's a suave bastard, Andrea Pirlo. Yeah. He remember his chip against England. He's so cool. He was. Suave is the word. Like he, yeah. I, I think you look up the word suave and a picture of him comes up on the internet. Um, Colin says, cheers to Brozovic for winning my accumulator for me. Yeah, happy days. It was a last minute winner. I'd say you were sweating watching that. Definitely not true that you won your accumulator. No, <laughs> I don't believe that. <laughs> Gary says, favourite player to have played in the Serie A. He literally plays there right now. Divock Rigi, Gary, come on, you know, you know me better than that. Kaka. Do you know what? I was going to say Kaka as well. Mm. What a, I mean, his time in Milan was legendary, wasn't it? Oh, it's brilliant. Do you know who was a great player as well? Dejan Stankovic. Dave says, Roma for the league, recruitment from Jose has been tops. Um, yeah, I suppose the recruitment has been very good. I, I think it's a bit of an ask. Um... You know, Wijnaldum's after getting injured now, so he's out for what looks like could be the season. You know what I mean? That's really shit for them. But, like, they brought in well. Like, Balotti's a good signing. Uh, Dybal is a good signing. Um, Selig's a good signing. The Manny Matic's a good signing. Like, they brought in well. Um, it just it begs if, if they can sustain the kind of... I don't think they're up here. to Milan and Napoli's level yet as well. Mm. But uh, I just... I, I seen an interview recently. Tammy Abraham can now speak... Italian. Italian, yeah. Interesting. Senator McCaig says Giroud to go. Yeah, that's why we've named the episode King Giroud. Um, David Unwoodley says Milan away, I'll send you photographs. Thanks for that. He obviously has gone to Milan away, he's a Chelsea sport. Yeah. Um, 
Steo says AC Milan and Napoli gonna be a two horse race that's what you said wasn't it and then Keane Mulvey again says thoughts on Napoli currently being investigated for charges of elder abuse for what they done to James Milner <laughs> um, yeah I mean I don't necessarily agree with that Keane I think you're being being incredibly harsh to uh, to elderly people but um, yeah that's that's the week that's the week that was in the Serie A Kiro Kiro we move on now to around the world in 60 seconds it's your turn this week we didn't do it last week because we were we weren't well really were we but as we know the segment is around the world in 60 seconds where we take you around the footballing world Kiron in 60 seconds Kiron your time starts now Argentina Newell's old boys 40 yard screamer as Jurkov nets Boca Juniors score to make it 1-0 versus River Plate Dario Benedetto climbs steel cage he thinks he's in the WWE he thinks he's McFoley France Bryce Samba catches propelling ball with one hand as Lens win 1-0 <laughs> Alexis Sanchez on the score sheet for Marseille as they beat Lille 2-1 and stay join top with PSG Ooh. USA Wanyama's in pyjamas Victor Wanyama scores in thrilling late comeback for Montreal versus the Columbus crew USA in Spain Freddy Valverde scores a screamer versus Mallorca it was such a good goal as Real win 4-1 mm. Barcelona also win 4-0 mm. as do Atletico build down 4-1 hashtag bad and that's the week that was Kieran around the world in 60 <laughs> seconds you've done that in 57 seconds Kieran so you're getting quicker um, or I just keep writing less down <laughs> yeah that was that a quick shout out to Antoine Griezmann as well by the way Atletico yeah. Madrid are finessing Barcelona at the minute only allowed to bring Antoine Griezmann on for 30 minutes a game or something and seemingly Barcelona are kind of take Atletico to the courts over which is to the cleaners it's quite extraordinary <laughs> the, the way Bar- the way that Spanish football is at the minute the background stuff and all is fucking mental but yeah that, that, that it is what it is it'll all fall down soon <laughs> what a tune shout out to Kanye West because I'm sure he's not listening we're going to move on now to our critically acclaimed get it out thanks for that Kieran you're shining a light in my eye for anyone who, who's listening get out get it out um, we're going to jump into these I know we said we were going to do a preview for the Milan match we're not really I'm sorry about that I, I hope I didn't get anyone's hopes up there but we're not actually going to <laughs> Kieran's cameras there, I would have so. done it in all Italian as well yeah you can really I'll be honest Kieran's camera's dead and yeah. we, we, we don't want to have to wait for the charge we have, we have lives to live don't we Kieran I'm dead inside as well true um, Ian says one match you'd love to go slash stadium you'd love to visit Kieran I'm going to let you start come back to me on that one I don't know I'm trying to think. For the love of God, Kieran. I'm trying to think. I would love to go to um, that game that you just spoke about in Around the World in 60 Seconds. Boca Juniors and River Plate. That's the Super Classico. Mm. I reckon you'd be doing well to come out of that life. <laughs> Did you, yeah, all the fucking fans going up against the cage. It, yeah. It's a health hazard. Um, Marcus Rojo got sent off in that game last night as well for Boca Juniors, oh. if you didn't know. Mm. Um, the stadium, of course. Um, Jesus, can I 
pronounce that. Estadio Alberto Jose Armando Cudo de Buenos Arias, Argentina. That's the stadium I want to go to. Did very well there. I actually did quite well. Uh, Thanks, Kevin. Um, that's the game I'd want to go to. I think it's it's an absolute madness over there, man. Yeah. Like they fucking hate each other. It's great. But yeah, that's, that's the game I'd love to go to. Do you know what? I'm gonna go for after seeing what they did with Taylor Love. I want to go to Betty's. Oh, great show! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to go to Milan Derby as well in San Siro before it's knocked down. But um, Ian also says your favorite modern family character. That's a tough one because they're all very good. Yeah, Phil's a great character. Good. I think Phil Phil Duffy's probably the one of the most underrated characters in comedy in general. Yeah, he's gas. I like uh, I like the young fella. Do you know the fellow who comes into him like season five? What's his name? Oh, he's the like he's the <laughs> Andy. Andy, yeah, he's yeah, my yeah. favorite. Yoke <laughs> um, as well. Shout out Sophia Vergara. She's one of the goats. Um, Ian says, "Someone you think deserves a call up ahead of the international break?" Good question. I, I, I'd love, I'd really love to see Festy get a call up and start. I yeah. think it's a big shout, but I'm looking at the wing backs we have at the minute. Dorothy, I, th- I don't think he cuts anymore. Coleman's not going to play. Dorothy, you know, I think he had Alan Brown out on the, the right wing back at one stage. I don't really want to see that either. Um, yeah, I'd love to see Festy get a few games. Absolutely. Do you know what? Aaron Malloy. <laughs> a friend of the show. Warren O'Hara as well. Yeah, I think Warren I think O'Hara, we should yeah. shout that woman. Might as well shout the other. Um, that, they'd be great in the squad, man. That'd be really good. Senna McCaig, who enjoyed the most handsome Premier League players chat last week, asked again who our most handsome Premier, Premier League player is. Um, I think I said, what's his name? Oh, Crystal Palace last week. Uh, oh, Joaquin Joaquin Anderson. Yeah. I've got to stick with him. He's like a lumberjack. I'm telling you now. Um, him or Leandro, Leandro Trossard. That, that may be my two. My go-to. I'm going to go for the show I made last week. Cucurella. Cucurella. Um, Rory says Tuchel's next club prediction. Oh, that's a good one. It's a very good one. Um, I I think Juventus personally. I don't think Max Allegri's any good. I'm going to go with Red Bull Leipzig or Borussia Dortmund. Leipzig got smashed in Champions League last week and then they smashed Dortmund the weekend. So I, I wouldn't be surprised to see kind of players being uh, the managers being swapped around there in some way shape or form yeah, Dortmund haven't really been good since he was there either mm-hmm. um, yeah back to Dortmund of course Rory also says best pub to watch a game in I, I, I like Doyle's when we went to be fair I'm, I'm a fan of Tommy O'Gara's for a match I won't be going back because Liverpool lost Champions League there but I am a fan of there Woolshed Woolshed <laughs> yeah I think we'll go with Woolshed do you know what really, is a really good place for a match as well actually Camden Really, yeah. Yeah, this isn't a Camden sponsored podcast. I've mentioned that in this podcast, but it is a good spot. Uh, ben Casey says CM Punk or Kenny Omega. Um, you're not gonna have any clue about this, Carol. Omega, in a sense. Omega. No, that's Umaga. Umaga. Right. Yeah, Kenny. Kenny Omega is is another wrestler. He's from Canada. Um, I think I, I don't know if Ben Casey knows the ins and outs here, but basically, there's been a bit of oh, a, Ben's is so really, yeah. A genuine like scrap between these two, like an actual proper fistical fight. Um, because one said something about the other and then the other person took offence to it so CM Punk basically called Kenny Omega he said he's like I'm tired I'm worn out I'm working with fucking kids and Kenny Omega took offence to that and went into his locker room and a big scrap started and it was an actual like this wasn't scripted and like they actually genuinely hate each other so if I'm to go with anyone here Ben I'm going to go with CM Punk because why not I'm not really that arse but I'll go with Punk 
I don't know what Kenny Omega is. CM Punk. CM Punk. Shay says, who was the most underrated Premier League player? He also offers his opinion here and says, and why was it Gabby Iqbalahor? There's a lot to unravel there, isn't there? <laughs> I don't think Gabby Iqbalahor is that underrated. I'm not going to lie. I think he's an absolute spanner. Did you ever see his predictions on TikTok? Yeah. Or not his predictions. Is, um, Talk sports. <laughs> like, I think one of them was uh, between Granite Xhaka and Casemiro. And he picked, Casem- he picked Granite Xhaka. Like Casemiro's won like seven Champions Leagues or something like you know. Jermaine Defoe. Jermaine Defoe's a good show. Um, who will I go for? Underrated player in the Premier League. Um, G Sun Park. I think he always turned up in big games. G Sun Park. Carlos. Carlos Tevez. Um, who else? Sammy Hippie was fairly underrated for Liverpool as well. They're they're Kite's another one. Craig, who always comes in with the food questions. I really like this says, what's the ultimate pancake topping choice? Bacon. Bacon. And maple syrup. Wow. I would probably, I, I, I'm, an, I'm an easily pleased man. It depends what type of uh, pancake it is. Is it a crepe or is it like a thick, juicy bad boy? Oh, that, that's true actually. If it's a crepe, I'm going to go with Nutella. Absolutely, I agree with you. And if it's a, like a thick, juicy bad boy. Do you know what I had in America years ago? I had chicken on waffles. and Chicken on pancakes even. And it was like maple syrup on it. And it was fucking delicious. Oh. So I'd go with that. Get the protein in. But yeah, that's why I go with Craig. Protein board. Mm. Gary Gary Vav says, what players do you think never shower? Interesting. Kukurea. <laughs> Kukurea. <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't bother washing his hair. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't really want to answer this question. I'm not going to lie. Uh, what's his name? Jack Harrison. Jack Harrison. Yeah, but Luke Galen. Luke, yeah, Luke Allen's probably show. Yeah. If I had to go anyone, I mean, gun to head, I don't want to answer this question, but I'd go with Luke Allen. Um, As he says, sausage rolls or jambons? Sausage rolls, easy. 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 Easy dub. Yeah. He also says, top three Coldplay songs. Clocks. Clocks is number one. Speed of sound. Okay. Uh, the Scientist. I'm going to go with Clocks, Viva La Vida and him for the weekend. I'm I'm going like different parts of the career, you know what I mean? I I, I say Adzi, I, I am the Adzi in question. I ask these questions to fill out. To fill I am out. the one who knocks. Um, yeah, I'd say Clocks is a good question or a good song, even excuse me. Him for the weekend and Viva La Vida. They're my three girl. Yeah, you're not a fan, eh? And they're alright. Okay, they're they're not the best. They're alright. Um, David O'Mortley says Luton versus Blackburn predictions. Because we're going to Luton. I'm going to Luton on Saturday to see Luton. Don't want to go to Luton Airport again, Nancy. Um, do you know, Blackburn have been good this season. I'd probably fancy Blackburn in this. Luton haven't been great at home either, so I'm going to say, I'm going to go with Blackburn 3-1. Yeah. I'm going to go with 1-0 win for Luton. I'm going to say to Adam now, you'll know what I'm talking about when I say I don't, never want to go back to Luton Airport. Yeah. You'll know. Perfect. On Saturday, mm. you'll know. I've been saying it for the last six months. Okay. On this podcast. And that's that's it for this week, girl. That's our get it out this week. Another another Is week. Is that it? That's not, not more questions, though. No, no, that, that, no, that was the last question. Right. Another week in paradise, girl. It was. I enjoyed. I enjoyed the Serie A this weekend. It was a nice change of like. Yeah. Really enjoyable. Honestly, I kind of want the other football to be back. We'll have to wait, girl. We will the international breaks on the horizon. We're gonna go to Armenia and Ireland as well, aren't we? I think so. I don't. I haven't got a ticket yet, but I um, might, might be gone. 
But yeah, that's that's the week that was. We really do appreciate you joining in as per usual. Do check us out on YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all that good stuff. And we'll see you again soon. Take care, everybody. Leave it there, so. We'll leave it there, so.